0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for joining us this afternoon on my program called Rise on 7 to 9 a.m. And yes, we are going to have an action-packed uh, uh session today and we are really looking forward to having angelique de Toy in the studio online with us this afternoon thank you so much for joining us this afternoon angelique that's
1: a pleasure annette i am loving the fact that we can connect again thank you so much for having me
0: wonderful wonderful i'm so excited to speak about the topic that we are going to cover and I think with us being at the end of the year, we've all been quite stretched and we're wanting to make changes. You know, 2024 is coming up. And our topic actually is on a book that you've written, What in the World Are We Waiting For? And I think it is very relevant to our us, especially us that are, you know, for myself. I'm speaking for myself that are moving into the latter years. And we, when we look again, we are just... Say, where did life go by? So, we're really looking forward to having you. I just want to quickly introduce Angelique. Uh, She's a very successful businesswoman. a conference a keynote speaker, a seminar facilitator, and author of five books. And her books encourage people to live with greater purpose, passion, and productivity. And I can tell you now, we have got so much to share this afternoon. And Angelique is an absolute perfect example of how she has. Um, navigated her life through all the lessons that she has learned so angelique thank you so much we're going to join you straight after this next track that we're going to play and then we're going to listen to everything that you've got to share with us and encourage us this afternoon
1: you're listening to rise on radio cape pulpit 729 a.m
0: good afternoon family and friends and thank you for joining me this afternoon we are so blessed to have and um, Angelique de Toy in online with us on Zoom this afternoon and we are so excited to hear about your new book but first of all I have to do some homework and I want you to go and look at us on Facebook we are actually alive so just go and see who we are and what we are about and interact with us and we're really covering a fantastic topic this afternoon What in the world are you waiting for? And Angelique DeToy has actually written a book about that. But I just want to encourage you before we start. um, We have, uh, during the month of November, our programming was filled with teachings, inserts and conversations about what God and the Bible say about giving. Also, as we stand at the end of the year, we can't help but recognize God as a loving Father who gave us his Son, Jesus, to take away the sin of the world. We would like to invite you, our loyal listeners, to support our Visjothon from the 28th to the 1st of December. Tune in for exciting programs, interesting guests, and much, much more. So please join us in that period of time. You are going to have, we are going to have so much fun and so excited to have you join us that week. Um, And, you know, this is a program where we often feel that, you know, we need to talk about things that we don't always cover. And uh, as a family and as members of um, society, you know, we go through the rush of life and we don't know what God has planned and purposed for us. And Angelique, you've written this beautiful book called What in the World Are We Waiting For? So just give me an, uh, you know, what has your journey been in getting to um, wanting to write a book like this? What was the purpose for that?
1: Well, I was actually so excited that you asked me to uh, review that book, What in the World Are You Waiting For?, that I actually released in 2017, because it caused me to go back to the book and remind myself why I had written that book. And then, interestingly enough, when your last song just played, called One Step Away, Yes, I couldn't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, you know, that's really the nudge all of us need, is that we are just one step away from making a change. So the first premise I want to underscore for those who can hear us and will be listening to this podcast afterwards, is that the future is the place you have the privilege of co-creating. So the future is not just a place we get to stumble into as much as we think, oh, well, I don't know what tomorrow holds or I don't know what I should be doing or maybe this will happen or that will happen. I call it the Doris Day theory. Whatever <laughs> yes, wandering be, in the Will be. <laughs> <laughs> K-sura, K-sura. Uh, and I really don't believe that that's the way we should be living as believers. You know, I I believe we have the book of all books that is made available to us, thank God. It is our instruction guide for life. And as I opened the book uh, to the preface and I started to reflect on why did I actually write this book, uh, the very first psalm that jumped out at me, Renette, was Psalm 8 from verses 3 to 5, and it said, I look up at your macro skies, dark and enormous, your handmade sky jewellery, moon and stars mounted in their settings. Then I look at my micro self and I wonder, why do you bother with us? Why do you even take a second look our way? Yet, we have so narrowly missed being gods, bright with Eden's dawn light. And why is that so powerful? Is because we are made in God's image to succeed. We're mm-hmm. made in God's image to be abundant, not redundant. We're made in God's image not to retire, but to continually refire. Wow. So in this whole journey, it really is about what future am I creating? Not tomorrow. But what future am I creating today? Because Mm. the future is the privilege I have of co-laboring with God through his spirit in me on earth to accomplish that which he has equipped me to do. So that's got to be the foundation and the platform for when we ask ourselves the question, what in the world are we waiting for? The second thing is, We cannot change anything until we first face the reality. You know, if you're comfortable, it's not likely that you're going to make big, significant changes. But if you know your why, Why do I want to make a change? Why do I want to do something different? Why do I want to be successful? What is it that I want to accomplish? And why do I want to accomplish it? Why is a very, very powerful word in our vocabulary, not only in the English language, but also as believers. Why do we do what we want to do? And so if our motives are right, you find that you have more motivation And so motive is the root of the motivation of why we do what we do. And so to answer that question, what in the world are you waiting for? We first got to know, why am I doing what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. And so if we're just going to a job every day and we're bored and we find it's not stimulating and our self-talk becomes, you know, one day I need to really go and do something different. Or a very common thing you hear is, I really want to follow my passion. Then when you ask somebody what their passion is, they say, oh, yes, but I couldn't make a living out of it. And my question is, why not?
0: Yes. Because your passion Mm, is
1: actually the clue Mm. to the purpose that God has put in you. And, you know, Renette, it's very interesting that if we go back to the root word of passion, the Latin meaning of passion is suffering. And that is like the passion of
0: the Christ. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. knew yep. his purpose. That is Therefore, profound.
1: he knew he had to do it with passion. He had to do it with suffering. And so I think where we often make the mistake is that we believe that when we pursue our why and when we pursue our purpose, that it should just be easy. But often it comes with literal blood, sweat and tears. Wow. In Jesus' case. 100% and for right. us, it's going to cost a price. And so I think that is why a lot of people don't get off the starting blocks. Mm. They stop at the start because the price is too high. And then, unfortunately, the self-talk year after year or, in some cases, decade after decade becomes, why did I wait so long?
0: Sure. And,
1: you know, there is nothing as harsh in our lives as regret and so my word of inspiration is get out there and do what it is that you want to do because the fact that you want to do it means the gift already resides within you. For example, I could not be a brain surgeon. Why? Because anything of that nature makes me queasy, I would know that I would not operate at optimal function. I would not be present in the moment because I probably would be lying on the operating room floor. (laughs) However, on the opposite (laughs) side of somebody who is really gifted by God to do that, Uh, they can walk in and and they scrub up and they're ready to do whatever operation is necessary because that is in their DNA. It has been deposited there when God created our micro cells in comparison to his macro-self, but he put a little bit of himself in each of us to be able to go and do exactly what his tailor-made us do. To do. That's why you can look at somebody who can go into a fabric store, buy a bolt of fabric, roll it out on a table, cut out a pattern, and you have a magnificent wedding dress. Well, not everybody can do that. And so it's first about tapping into our God given gift set that has detailed us for everything that is in line with. Our future so you can start to easily see why we shouldn't ask ourselves the question, "What in the world are we waiting for? We should act on that which is already deposited on the inside of us, which is usually our passion, which then is the clue to our purpose.
0: and you know that it's something that you said now about the passion, and many of us, as you said, we don't think we can make a living out of it. You know for me, that is so a lot of people have used it as a hobby. You know, or they'll do it on the sideline, or they'll do it for the church, or they'll do it outside of the circumference. When they're actually just missing, you know, occupying their lives with so many. I actually met a, a banker that was absolutely top, 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 top. The next position that he had, he just crumbled. He said, "I can't do this any longer. I just don't. I'm just not living my life. Can this? Is this it?" And uh, the next minute he just cut the losses and he said, I'm not doing this any longer. And today he's running around famously doing his artwork, being the artist, being the person he wants to be, living life to the fullest. So this is exactly what we need to really, really encourage ourselves with and say, start digging deep into what we are You know, what is our giftings? And, you know, you've obviously wrote the book with that intention to encourage people to move on to the next level. So what would that look like?
2: Well, I
1: think it's important to remember that everything you need to be successful and act on your skill set and your gifts and your abilities is already on the inside of you. All you need is the courage to release it. And, you know, that is the big step. And I mean, it was what God speaks about time and time and time again through the Bible is take courage, fear not, because these things are risky. I mean, it is a risky thing to make a decision, for example, to leave your job and go and start your own business. But if you don't, who will? And, you know, you can make the decision that you can leave it up to somebody else to go and create a business. And how many people have you heard, Renée say, you know, I had that idea five years ago. Oh, my ago. goodness, but too else, many. Yeah. Exactly, and somebody else has has run with it, and so a proverb that uh, has sustained me throughout my life in every time that I want to step into something new or develop another project or you know access another business um is proverbs three, and I just love this proverb because it is so self-sustaining, if I can put it that way yes, yes. and it's God, from the bottom of your heart. And listen to this. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track, but he needs our availability. You know, he needs us to be able to walk with him on that track. So when he says, there's your opportunity, go for it. You have to take courage and go for it. And then it goes on to say, don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. Your body will glow with health. Your very bones will vibrate with life. Honor God with everything you own. And you know, I really want to underscore that that's not just our material possessions and our money. Everything we own means everything that's on the inside of us as well. So that is our gifts. It is our talents. It is our abilities that need to be given back to him. So honor God with everything you own. Give him the first and the best. Then your bonds will burst and your wine vats will brim over
0: Praise the Lord, what a way to end the Mm. session. You know, and it is just so profound what you said about the actual sacrifice that we do, but the availability, there's a partnership and we don't have to know everything. He will be in it with us. Is that not a beautiful, he'll equip us. And I think that's a lot to do with the reason why we don't actually step into things because we feel so ill-equipped, intimidated and... We feel that we're not worthy, and he gives us everything in the word to give us that encouragement. So we're going to continue with um, uh, th- this next song, and we're going to catch up with Angelique straight after this. Enjoy.
1: Rise with Renette Meiberg, finding God's truth for the way forward
0: together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for staying tuned with us and Angelique. Um, Thank you so much for being with us uh, this afternoon. It is such a pleasure as always. And we're just so blessed to listen to this encouraging message that you gave us with absolutely telling us exactly how... Um, we need to step into it, you know, and we need to be hungry, like the song just finished up with us now, being hungry for what the Lord has purposed and planned for us. You know you've traveled extensively, your books have been around a long time. and have you got any testimonies that have really been um, that stood out for you with where these books really made a, you know this book really took it to the next level for somebody? Oh, there are so many testimonies. I can there. imagine. <laughs> <laughs> just she wanted to i I'd be just happy to well, hear that. <laughs> there's one that really
2: particularly stands out in, in my mind, and uh, it was uh, writing simultaneously with a conference that I was doing. And uh, this Muslim woman was in the audience. And as I was sharing my testimony, I noticed that um, she had tears streaming down her face. And I thought I'm going to connect with her. And what I had been speaking about in that particular part of the, of the seminar was the fact that I had to really, in my own life, uh, battle with my question of why. When I say battle, I don't mean struggle. I mean actually do a battle on my own internal environment to say, what are you going to do to execute the excuses? What are you going to do to put off procrastination on something you said earlier, what am I going to do to believe that I am good enough, to, to believe that I can uh, be as successful as the person next to me? And so I was sharing this with a, with a group of, of very interesting business people, and she was she weeping, was one of the things that I said was, I have to overcome the obstacle that I had no high school education, never mind university. I didn't have high school education. And so how was I going to enter this world of deeply successful people being so on the back foot? I and mean, then one of the decisions that I made, talking about executing the excuses and nothing changes until you first face the reality, well, my reality was I wasn't educated. So how could I overcome that? So I decided to get myself some degrees. So my very first degree that I have is uh, an MBChB, which is actually borrowed from the medical profession, but that doesn't apply to me. My degree is that I have been moulded by candles and blessing. My mm. own MBChB, and then I also have a PhD, and my PhD is that I'm past having doubts and I'm past That's... having disappointment. And so, at the tea time, this lovely lady came to talk to me, and she said, you know, when you were talking about how you had to find your courage, she said, I realized that for most of my life, I've been living with a B.S.C. I said, what's a B.S.C.? She said, baking, sewing, and cooking. I <laughs> said, <laughs> after today, what in the world are you waiting for? What are you going to do? And she said, after today, I'm going to give myself an LLB. And I said, what is that? She said, I'm going to love life brilliantly. And I'm going to live life in the business uh, thing that I know that is on the inside of me. And you know that when that woman went on to create such a successful direct selling business, and I'm talking about in the millions,
0: She was turning over. So, you
2: know, when we do hold ourselves accountable to say, I've got to get rid rid of the excuses. I've got to put off procrastination. I love what Helen Keller said. And let's bear in mind that she was blind and neat. And she said, never bend your head. Always hold it high. Look the world straight in the eye. Wow, that is you know, so profound. It gets, your, it gets your attention because you realize, um, you know, when you ask yourself the question, what in the world are you waiting for? You also have to say, He said it can't be done. And then that took me to Psalm 139, uh, where David said, Oh, yes, you shaped me first inside, then out. You formed me in my mother's womb. I thank you, high God, you're breathtaking. Body and soul, I am marvelously made. I worship in adoration. What a creation. You know me inside and out. You know every bone in my body. You know exactly how I was made, bit by bit. How I was sculpted from nothing into something. Like an open book, you watched me grow from context to birth. All of the stages of my life were spread out before you the days of my life all prepared before I'd even lived one day. And I just want to interject here and say, you know, Renée, what happened, what would have happened if David couldn't rise out of the situation that he had with Bathsheba? What happened if David couldn't arrive out of his depression? What happened if Joshua said, I can't go into that promised land? You see, God needs our cooperation for this time to be fulfilled. Amen. When we step out, God rises up to meet us. Amen. But whilst we are lying low, and I'm not talking about as in a worship line, low, no, that's something different. I'm talking about when we lie low and we just expect that God is going to come in like a rushing wind and change everything around us, I think that's when we get disappointed. Exactly. But when we say, Lord, take the frailty, take my afraidness, take my fear, let me do the frail, as Joyce Meyer says, if I have to, but I'm going to step out, and then when I step out, I know that you'll have your hand at my back, that you'll rise up to meet me, and that I'll be able to step into that, which you have written for me as your highest purpose in my life for all the days of my life." And you know, Renée, I get very saddened when I speak to believers who've been walking with the Lord for a long, long time. And all you hear is about the disappointment about things that have not turned out the way they thought yes. they should turn out. Amen. And I believe it's because sometimes they have missed opportunity. Yes, we know life happens to all of us. Yes, we know there are many challenges. In Jesus' words himself, he said, "In this world, you're going to have tribulation. We know that, yes. but we've got to find within us huge faith center to rise above it and to press on." You know, I'm reminded of a story that is in this book. Um, what is worldly awake All about a pastor who was visiting Hong Kong, and he passed a tattoo shop, and in the tattoo shop. He saw a big sign in the window that said, Born to you And he wondered, Jesus would tattoo that saying on themselves, Born to lose. When we know we've actually been born to women, we've been born because we are made in the image of God. We're born for so much more. So he stepped into the store and he met the tattoo artist. And he said to him, I just would like to know how many people come into the store and ask for that sign to be tattooed on them. And do you know what the tattoo artist said? He said, that's a very interesting question, because I believe first it is tattooed on somebody's mind when they come in to ask it to be tattooed on their body.
0: Wow, that is profound. That is very interesting. You know, that is exactly how we actually visualize that will manifest and, you know, I think that is so relevant, right, in what you were saying all all along, is that we have to be, you know, for the Lord to actually work with us. We have to show up so He can show up uh, to complete the work that He has given us to do. And, uh, you know, you also said about the lying low, is that we are so um, often so battered and so, by the circumstances of life and the journeys that we've taken, you know, that we don't, we actually disappointed more in ourselves. It's not always our faith in him, but it's our faith in ourselves Mm. that make us feel that we we are not capable of moving into something big. And you shared once uh, in one of our conversations that we had um, about not you know, not going for the, not taking the small beginnings as for granted because, you, as you say, you started out literally on, you know, on your back foot, really not having education. And all you did is what you saw that took you from a small start to something massive, I mean, beyond measure. So just you know, just if you can share that with us as well, you know, just the the, the journey that you've had of life, you know, the way you you know you've shared uh, partly of that, but you know, yes. how did the work? How did the Lord, and you know you keep always mentioning rest. Let us rest, and you know, for me that is so important. Being resting in in the Lord to be able to get His strength to come and rest on us.
2: Well, you know, one of the chapters in this book is called the You Revolution because nothing starts outside of ourselves. And it's an interesting fact to really take ownership of. We are the ones that need to have the revolution, not the outside circumstances that need to change. Because you often hear people say, well, when my children are older, then I'll do this. When we have more money in the bank then I'll do that. Mm -hmm. When I have better health, then I'll go and do this. And so we, of course, go back to the excuses. So it's the new revolution that first needs to take place. Why is this so important? Because you cannot give what you do not have. And that also ties into rest. So we've got to do our responsibility, which is taking action, which is skilling ourselves, which is really recognizing what God has put on the inside of us so that we can dig that out, co-label and present it before Him as something we would like to use as an opportunity and then rest in the process. In fact, some of the questions that I've written in this book is asking the Lord, Lord, what are you saying to me in this season of my life? And, you know, sometimes God says to us, go. Other times He says to us, wait. Other times He says to us, stay. Because He's got us in a process. As long as we are available to Him and we are open to Him to have full access to our lives, He is so committed to co-laboring with us. So what are you saying in this season of my life? And then another important question is what do you want me to see right now? What do you want me to see right now? Not my idea of it. What do you want me to see right now? Mm-hmm. And what is my role in being part of the shift to the next level? Mm-hmm. You see, it's all about the internal working that God does within us before it manifests externally. And then when we go through a key learning, we have to ask, what is my primary learning in this? And then this goes back to the pattern. What sacrifices do I need to make?
0: And it, to are prepared to, to make. And prepared mm. to make. Many of us don't go through those doors because you're not prepared to give up certain things.
2: Yes. And because we are working on the new revolution, and what is a revolution? A revolution is a drastic, far-reaching change of thinking mm. and way of doing things. That's what a revolution is. So sure. we've even got to get down to the level of saying to the Lord, he should be in my life and who should not be in yes, my life right now, and then how can I best take responsibility for making the change? In fact, a friend of mine and I were talking this weekend, and she made such a powerful statement. She said, You know, we really are in a season where we've got to get to above the line thinking and not below the line thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we so often scrub around in the undergrowth instead of rising up into the fullness of the light and the path that God has set before us, as David said. And I mean Psalms and Proverbs is full of his light yes. shining on our way. The only thing is we stop at the start because of all of the self limiting beliefs we have within ourselves and say, yes, we do need a new revolution. We do need to recreate the inside of ourselves in light of the word of God and ask him, what needs to shift? What a beautiful life for us. But so few rise up to accept that. We find all of the reasons why it's never going to work and Why are we not as good as other people and, you know, why it cannot succeed? And the Lord says, well, as long as that's your mindset and you're scrubbing around, well, that's going to have to be what you're for. So, you know, a large part of it is our responsibility. It goes back to the pain, pain, pleasure principle, the pain of realizing what needs to be changed. For example, if we need to change our diet, if we need to exercise more, if we need to be, you know, on greater supplements we have that pain of realizing what needs to change, if we're in debt, something needs to change, then you go through the pain of making the changes but what happens then hallelujah, you get the pleasure of walking out the result. so it really oh, all starts with us and uh, that's really the big challenge when it is not it's not a God issue, it's an aspect issue, I mean. you know you asked for a testimony, there was a woman who uh, was unable to have children, and she said, you know, I'm really struggling with, you know, speaking to God about why I can't have children. And somebody said to her, this has got nothing to do with God. Sure. This is about you standing in your covenant right of what He wants for you. Mm. And she went on to have
0: two sets of twins. <laughs> oh my goodness! That is amazing. That is amazing. Just the mind shift, eh? Hey? Just the mind shift, exactly. Yes. Mind. And you so it's know, a very powerful gift. A powerful gift. You know, uh, you know. As we end the session now, we're going to um, just uh, give you the opportunity. You know, we. Uh, you know, we played the other song just now, so we're going to finish up later on. But uh, if you can just give us, you know, you've got different platforms of how to get these books. Um, and, you know, which way do we go of, uh, you know, possibly looking at what, you, what you're what you offering? And I love the book Turnaround. I'm just absolutely, my nose is stuck in it. <laughs> I'm absolutely oh, I'm loving it. So uh, just give us, uh, you know, a little bit of where they can, your website and a bit of details on uh, where we can find you, Angelique.
2: So, in, um, I'm actually in the process right now of making all of these books digital. Uh, I
0: mean, so they're very far good idea.
2: more accessible. Uh, so I would just say that if your listeners contact me on my website, there is a message box there, and I can certainly alert them to the fact that the moment these books are on Kindle, via Amazon, on many, many of the publishing Mm. platforms and then also available on my website. So, angelisdetroit.co.ca, very easy. And I also believe you can still get them on Take-A-Lot. You can still get them on Loot um, if you order online. And some of the bookstores may still have them in stock. So, uh, it's worth reaching out that way, but certainly keep in touch with me at angelique.toy.co.go.
0: Oh, fantastic! And thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. At just time flies, and we just love having you on the on air. You are so encouraging, and so um, I'm so encouraged just by this exact interview myself I am now ready for the next season that I'm stepping into thank you Angelique and just stay the beautiful person that you are and just keep doing what you're doing may the Lord just continuously use you mightily uh, for his kingdom and uh, as he, as the books go out that everybody will be re re-energized uh, and renewed and yes family and friends Go and uh, look out at, the, uh, at her website and see how you can get one of these books for, uh, for yourself and be encouraged. Angelique, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Um, and I'm just going to do my last bit of homework and then we will see you next time. And uh, Angelique, have a good afternoon further. Thank you for joining us this afternoon.
2: Thanks so much,
0: Renée. God bless you. And family and friends, I just want to remind you of our vision. During the month of November, our programming was filled with teachings as this one inserts and conversations about uh, what God and the Bible say about giving. Also, as we stand at the end of the year, we can't help but recognize God as a loving father who gave us his son to take away the sin of the world. We would like to invite you, our loyal listeners, we are so we so love you to support our Fisherphon from, from the 28th of November to the 1st of December. Tune in for exciting programs and interesting guests and much, much more. So we will see you next week, same time, and be good, take care and stick to the rules, and we will enjoy the rest of your week. God bless you, goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K pulpit 7 to 9 a.m please visit kpoopit.co.za.